are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the chain. Welcome to another episode of the BCC Club. We're your hosts. I'm Kendall Landreth. And I'm Sarah Shower. And each week we talk about a weird part of the internet or something that's popped off on the internet. And what are we talking about this week? This week we're talking about the Westboro Baptist Church. Dun, dun, dun. So they do exist outside the internet, but they've gone viral several times. Yeah, they're from Topeka, Kansas. Really? They're from Topeka, Kansas. Yes, they are. Wow. They are a family who is very homophobic. Uh, they're, it's a large family. <laughs> it's a big family. At this point, probably 70 people. They own a compound, and their church is primarily their family, except one guy, which we'll talk about later. Um, you may have seen them on the internet holding signs that say, God hates gays, and most of the time it's worded in a much more offensive way. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to say God hates gays on today's podcast episode. Um they are nuts. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about them today. But before we get into that, Sarah, how was your week? My week was pretty good. I am uh, starting this little Lego series on my YouTube channel where I talk to people and build Legos with them. And Kendall agreed to be on. Woohoo! How was my list? Um, okay, so I've sent people like a t- like interest list. Um, so like I can shop for a Lego set that's, you know, they would be interested in talking about. Your list is absolutely perfect. The only thing that absolutely sucks, and this is not like against you all your interests do i can link them to a set but the set is massive yeah so i'm like oh my god like but if we were to talk and build it would take us 15 hours yeah so i'm trying to like think of a set that you would like that would be smaller because i can think of a million sets you would like yeah but um yeah and then i um first episode of that is going out this week oh my god he's on it if you don't mind sharing um Lindsay, she does uh animal content oh incredible yeah i she was grow i told her to start youtube last year and when i interviewed her for the lego thing i said congrats on 800,000 and she said actually it's 900,000 oh and she does oh. incredible like animal <laughs> facts. I was like, I told you that because she's on TikTok, and I was like, you yeah. would thrive with long form content. Yeah, because she's doing like, st- like talking about like specific like animals, and I was like, yes. And then it just blew up, and rightfully wow. so. And then my second guest, her name is Cheney, but she goes by Cray. Okay. And she's a singer, and I got you, and then Sam Reich. Mm, great. And then Damian Haas is coming on from Smosh. Oh, amazing! It's all people who have expressed very specific interests <laughs> that I it's can all neurodivergent people <laughs> yeah or people who have like interests where I could easily connect them to Legos yeah yeah like it's since Lindsay loves animals 
a lot of Lego sets. Totally. Chaney loves Legos in general. You have like so many, you are neurodivergent, welcome yeah. aboard. And then Sam and Damien both have very specific interests that I could easily link to Lego sets. Yeah. And I'm just building out the list. It made me laugh because I was writing this list and I was like, this is the same list an eight-year-old boy would send. So, like, Which it is was great. Like, I was like, dinosaurs, sharks, dogs. I don't even remember what else I put. Yeah. I, I, I was like, this is so funny that these are my interests. Yeah. What else was it? I want to look it up. It was like... No, uh, but it was perfect. It was like this, if the younger you appear, like the more <laughs> I can shop for you. Yes. I really do want to pull this list up. I'm sorry. Okay, the list of interests I gave was dinosaurs, sharks, dogs, sushi as an interest. Very mm-hmm. interesting. The Office, Roller Coaster Tycoon, yeah, <laughs> Jurassic Park. I said there's there could be a distinction yeah. and Jurassic Park. Very different. But there actually are. Thirty Rock, Animal Crossing, and I put swimming as an interest. Yeah. Well, no, I mean I did want it to be like a lot of people were like, well, should I do like you know watching TV? And honestly, yeah, like yeah. just like go into because th- there are sets that are like very mundane. Whether it be like a couch, I mean, there's not a couch set, but like you know, it's something where like if I'm on the couch a lot, I could find something that relates yeah. to that. I feel like they have everything. Yeah, it's kind of like crock gibbets where you could just find any. You search any word. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a crock gibbet. I was telling my girlfriend last night. This is kind of different, but just in terms of there being so much of something. Yeah. I was cleaning my dishwasher, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you do this, but you should do it every thirty <laughs> days. You clean out the filter in your dishwasher. It's disgusting. You yeah. take it out. It's the first time I've done it. It's covered in food. Yeah. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. Anyways, I was doing that, and I looked up, like, oh, how do I clean a dishwasher? How do I clean this exact dishwasher? Yeah. Sorry, I have to burp. Ew. Ah! Ew. <laughs> oh. It's not even, it's not coming out. Uh. Okay. Okay, are you okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, It's coming out. Uh. I did it, kind of. <laughs> I, like, swallowed it. Um, Why do they, like, gross you out so much? I don't know. It doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know. I think maybe it comes from having siblings. Or because also, you say that you're like a big vomiter. Maybe does yeah. it like remind you of vomiting? No, because I don't mind vomiting. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be embarrassed to vomit in front of you. I'm embarrassed to burp in front of you, which is so bizarre. I think maybe like as a kid, I, I struggled a lot with germophobia when I was a child. And yeah. I still have sometimes struggled with it. But I had like severe OCD as a kid and heavy, intense germophobia. So I had like my own silverware. I would like cry at the dinner table if someone burped. Uh-huh. Even if they were like six feet away from me, I would like have a full panic attack and start like hyperventilating and crying. Interesting. I was n- a little nutso. Um, and sometimes my siblings would like burp in my face, you know, cause like siblings do that type of stuff. Yeah. And I think it was always like really traumatic for me. Like they would like do it and I think I'd be like, stop. And they would be kind of like, yeah, cause that's what everyone says when you burp in their, your when you burp in their face. Yeah. But I would be like, no, I actually want to rip my skin off now. Interesting. You know what I mean? But yeah. I've gotten better about it. Similar. But I don't care when other people burp. I just like feel so embarrassed when I do it, which is so weird. Interesting. It's not weird. I really feel embarrassment. Yeah. But I don't feel like when you burp or anyone else burps, I don't think anything. Like I don't care at all. I don't but think when anything. I, when I, <laughs> I don't think anything in general. When yeah. I burp, I'm like, oh my God, I'm shy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, what was it? Oh, I searched this video about cleaning my... This is so stupid. I don't even know how this really relates, but I searched this video. I was like, how do you clean this specific dishwasher? And there's like 18 videos 
from people cleaning this exact dishwasher that have like two likes. Yeah. And I'm like, it's just so insane how much information is on the internet. Oh yeah, yeah. You can literally search any specific thing and there's a full tutorial, a nice tutorial on it mm-hmm. by someone who's like, I'm not doing this for views. I just wanted to put this out there. I'm yeah. Like, Incredible. And that's what content creation is all about. Just creating something that you're happy with and if someone else happens to like it, then hell yeah, brother. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How was um, your wig? It was good. I'm yeah. really excited to be on your um, show. Your show. I feel like I've always thought that I would get really into Legos if I started because I love uh-huh. building like IKEA furniture. Yeah, which feels crazy because that's not something famously anyone likes doing. Yeah, but I, do, I do. I like it. I think it's really relaxing. I like mm-hmm. turning on a show and just like this is all I'm focusing on. Yeah. And I'm just like thinking and putting, and I, my brain feels stimulated, but I'm also like not overstimulated. It's like nice. Mm-hmm. So I think I've always thought I'd like Legos. Hell yeah. Well, I'm really excited to have you on and surprise you with the set. It is, I know that with how we talk right now, that it's going to be, I'm going to get you the smallest possible set. I'm going to get I you know. probably a normal size set that you can just take home so you can have like fun. <laughs> but for the talking set, it's going to be like just a person that's already built, like one of the Lego people. But you it just, like, just take it us to three me. hours. I've already asked you 70 questions. The thing is, is what's going to be hard about interviewing you is that I know the answers to it. Yeah. Most of it. So I'm like, Kendall, how do you, what do you do in the mornings? Well, I've actually have just tried waking up early and I'm like, okay, I might have, yeah. You're like, what do you do for work? I'm like, well, I've got a podcast. You yeah. have to pretend not to know what it is. Um, you know what, who would be an insane person to have on your show? The who? The owner and creator of the Westboro Baptist Church. Uh-huh. Well, I don't even know if there's a church Lego set. There ha- you don't think they've made their own? They probably, probably have. Yeah. They're yeah. very uh, obsessed with themselves. They And they're, what I'll, what I'll tell you about, I wouldn't be surprised if the Westboro Baptist Church had a Lego set because they're very DIY. Mm-hmm. They're DIY kings. That's what I'll say. Yeah. They have a whole room in their church dedicated to making crafts for the Westboro <laughs> Baptist Church. They make their own music videos. They are definitely. Um, they're production You got to give them that. Yeah. They're, they're, they're uh, Renaissance men. All of them. Uh-huh. Um, today we're talking about the Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. They are um, homophobic, anti-Semitic <laughs> hate group um, that regularly stages protests around the country, often several times a week. They're based in Topeka, Kansas. They were founded in 1955 by Fred Waldron Phelps, who served as a pastor for many years after, and he died in 2014. Um, his extended family was believed to make most of the membership, and then in 2016, Forbes stated that they had about 70 members. It's mainly Phelps' extended family, but um, they're known for their song, God's Hates, F-slur, um, but we're going to say gays. And uh, Kendall, what do they do exactly? So this group pickets institutions and individuals they think support homosexuality or otherwise subvert what they believe is God's law. And what I think is very important to say about the Westboro Baptist Church is that, and they would say this themselves, they don't just believe gay people are gay. Uh-huh. They believe anyone who basically is not them uh-huh. is gay because if you support the gay agenda, you might as well be gay because who yeah. care? It's all the same. There's a quote from the mom. She's 11 kids. She's kind of taken over for Phelps when it comes to like uh, dealing with all the, the homophobia and anti-Semitism. Dealing with all the homophobia and anti-Semitism. <laughs> she said in an interview, she was like, it's not just people who take it up the pa- tailpipe. Yeah. It's every person. You're, she's talking to the interview, you're a gay person, you know, everyone, you know, because she, it's just if you're not in that church, every person who is not in their family mm-hmm. is going straight to hell. Yeah. And it's not just people who are 
religious. It's yeah. anyone, to be clear, outside of their family. You know, so they're not just homophobic. They're just, they hate everyone. Yeah, and I would say if I've found out anything about anyone who shames someone else for their sex life and has 11 kids, they're doing something inexplicably <laughs> perverse in their home. You know? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they pick at all sorts of things that you would be like, that's a, a bizarre thing to pick it. Yeah. Um, so the Westboro Baptist Church carries out daily picketing uh, in Topeka and travels nationally to pick at the funerals of gay victims or of uh, gay victims of murder or gay bashing, as well as those of people who have died from complications related to AIDS. Uh, they also you know, picket funerals of people who were in a war, people who were uh, just normal. They picket every single person. Like, I can't express that enough. Yeah. Um, Westboro Baptist Church also engages in hate speech against atheists, Jews, Muslims, transgender people, and even the other Christian denominations. Now, this next part is, well, my favorite part of the Westboro Baptist Church. And I only have one favorite thing because they're pretty terrible. But they... They do release parody songs. Uh-huh. And I discovered this in high school and I was obsessed with it. I yeah. would spend hours listening to their parody songs. It's on their website. You go to parodies. <laughs> it's insane. There's probably 500 parodies. They've professionally recorded, uh-huh. edited and written and all sang in. They're pretty good singers. Um to every popular song. I can't even imagine, because this was five years ago, and it was all very updated music, like new top yeah. 100 pop music. So I'm sure they're continuing to release music. Uh-huh. Um, they did, for example, Poker Face by Lady Gaga. Do you want me to play it for you? No. <laughs> I don't want to give them any sort of uh, cash. I don't know if they get cash from it. but well, any sort of AdSense. Any AdSense. Hello, everyone. It's Kendall, and I'm so excited today to share with you that today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. I love ZocDoc. We know it to be true. There are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. No matter your budget, you should always be getting good care when it comes to your health. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues, and it is so nice when a new one arises. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. Um, I don't know an orthopedic doctor, so it's great to go on ZocDoc and make sure that I'm finding one um, that has a bunch of really good reviews from people who have used them before. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. Anyways, they make all these music videos, yeah. and they're highly, uh, the production quality is large. That's uh-huh. what I'd say. I don't understand how <laughs> they have the time. Like, where does their income come from? I mean, I guess if Kendall and others are watching the videos. You mostly me. I donate every year. To hundreds, of, hundreds of, like, watch hours. But, like, they have time to, like, put together a sermon every week. Um, travel, like, they protest funerals i'm sure there's a lot well, you know all lawyers they what they, this is what i think is so wild about the westboro baptist church which i also think is honestly 
because you can't just say, well, they're all dumb because yeah. they're not. I mean, it's like you've talked about with your parents for it. You're like, they're these bigoted. are the smartest people I know. Exactly. They, yeah. And so I think it's so easy to just be like, well, they're idiots. They are not. And like the one of the ex-members who is the daughter who's in the documentary about Westboro Baptist Church, and it's fascinating because she is very in it at that time. Yeah. She's since left, and she's kind of dedicated her life to basically like apologizing and also doing a lot of speeches on like cults and raised, being raised in a cult. And yeah. she has a book, and she's the best. But... Uh, she was like, my parents are incredibly smart. Mm -hmm. My family, they're all lawyers and like good lawyers and they're all educated and they all went to college and everyone in the Westboro Baptist Church goes to public school. That's mm -hmm. also a crazy, they're not homeschooled. Yeah. They go to public school, they all go to public college or regular college or wherever, but they're, they're constantly being, they're seeing the outside world. It's not just like, oh, these are a bunch of idiots who've been sheltered. It's truly showing how powerful brainwashing is. Yeah. Like if you can brainwash, you're not, you can't not be brainwashed just because you're really smart. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know, I'm not saying all lawyers are really smart by any means. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a group of educated people. Like these people have read books and know what they're talking about. And, and so they have money from being lawyers, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I like, um, I, it's like, how what did I divide a lot of Republicans like, they're into, like, two. There's, like, Trump Republicans where they're just fucking idiots. Yeah. And then there's, like, the people who are, like, deeply selfish and don't... They're, like, more, I guess, like, successful where they care more about their money and themselves and that dictates their voting. Yeah. They're both bigoted in, like, in one form. But I... So if they're, like... I would... Yeah, they, this makes sense. Yeah. But um, this is crazy. I mean, they're well-educated people, so that shows that, like, it's truly just evil. Like, it's... Yes! It's, yeah, it's... It goes beyond bigotry in that it's, like, very... It's not even, like, unconscious. It, well, obviously, it's very conscious yeah. bigotry. Yeah. But, I mean, they sense... Because it's their family, mm -hmm. these are not people, besides a few who we will talk about later, because yeah. it's insane to me. There are a few people who... Uh, most of them are family. Yeah. So these are children who have been raised... Because I think you know, the leader of this and the parents, I think they are truly bigoted, terrible people. But the children who are raised in this, I think are operating in full survival mode and fear, like oh, yeah. true fear and not of their parents. I think like the, um, even Megan Roper, who we'll talk about later, but is the girl who left and talks about it now. Mm -hmm. She's like, what's so hard about this is that my family, it was a very loving home. Yeah. Like my mom loved us. She was very kind to us. We played video games. We watched movies. We went on vacation. Like, we had a, a wonderful time. But then it's, like, the contrast between that and, like, how terrible everything we're doing is made it even more difficult because it's, like, I – how do I – it's, you know, easier to leave if you're like, well, everyone here sucks anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, I love my family. And even when I watched the documentary uh, with Louis – Theron, I can never figure out how to say his name from mm -hmm. BBC. They're not mean to him. Yeah. They're just very straight up. They're like, well, you're going to rot in hell and we're warning you. So like, but they have him in their home. Not that that's a, they shouldn't get an award for that, but it's like, yeah. they're not angry at you. They are all operating in a place of true fear where they're like, we are going to burn in hell. Yeah. And we're so scared of yeah. that. Like that, that since you're, I can't even imagine. And I'm sure a lot of people have had this, but since you're, you can process any information. All you're pretty much being told is if you do these things, you will burn for eternity. Yeah. And you will be on this earth for such a small moment of time and the rest of it, you will just be living in true pain and excruciating 
flames and fire and Satan. I don't know. So I think it's just very scary. Oh, yeah. So I I think that's where most of these people are just like, when they've been raised that way, are just truly terrified. Oh, no, yeah. I know exactly that feeling. Like the burning in hell and the homophobia, the religious trauma. Like It is like a really like overwhelming like feeling um yeah like yeah i so i i can understand but i think it's interesting like how they're very matter of fact about it because like with a lot of christian denominations there is like a vitriol but like if you're describing like i mean at the protest there is a lot of like anger and stuff yeah yeah but the fact that they're matter of fact it means like it's just a fact to them you know which is sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you oh no you're good yeah, they're in the documentary too. There's a part where she's t- the one of the teenagers is talking, and she's explaining it like we are courteous, like we're doing a very courteous and loving thing. We are not angry at anyone. We love every single person, and we are so courteous and kind. To sh- we're warning them, we're dedicating our lives to telling them like if you don't basically join our church, you're going to burn in hell. Yeah, and they hate us for it, and people just are so mean to us and mm-hmm. they bully us. And I think they're kind of mapping it on to God where they're like, we've been crucified on this earth and yeah. we're just trying to love everyone and tell them. And I think it is just a, I mean, obviously it's very misguided and wrong, but mm-hmm. I do think they just are spilling all, they're just like repeating what they've heard. They speak, it's just must be so weird to like speak in sentences you've memorized Yeah, all the time. Yeah. All you do is speak in sentences you've memorized over yeah. and over and over again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can hear when she's saying it, when she's like, we're doing something courteous and loving. Like you can almost hear her mom saying it where you're like, I know you're just repeating something your mom said. Yeah. Very weird. No, yeah. I mean like the, when you're trying to influence others, like there's fear and then there's like hope. But like, if you're like a dictator and you choose between like fear and hope that you have all like you have all the control. But since they are so small, the only thing that would make logical sense is like to them is like scaring the crap out of people. Yeah. Because that would like really get their message across <laughs> across. They're very like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense why they're it doesn't nothing that they're doing. Well, actually, it does make sense if you break it down. <laughs> we into, join after into, this. No, like, no, I mean, like brainwashing, like, yeah, that exactly. makes sense. But like. So, I mean, the trajectory in which they've gone does map out with brainwashing and a cult. Yeah, I mean, Mm. there's a... Sorry, and then we'll move on. I know I'm talking so much. But um, there's a... There's like a clip online of this of the of Louis Throne. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like not I'm saying it like Charlie's Throne, which yeah. is different. Louis Throne, I don't know. Anyways, he's interview he's at the picket line with them and he's like interviewing all of them and he's like I noticed how young some of these kids are. They're like holding signs that say really inappropriate things. One of them is like 4 and is holding a sign that has two stick figures basically like uh doing anal yeah (laughs) and it says like god hates gay people or whatever and he's holding the sign and so he starts talking to these kids and one of the little girl who's like four she's he's like do you know what this sign means and she's like no i have no idea what this means yeah and then the six-year-old is kind of like i know what it means and he doesn't clearly and he's like god hates gays and he's like okay but yeah but what does that mean and then the mom kind of like jumps in and is like you know like what what makes someone uh what makes someone go to hell besides being gay? Like, explain uh-huh. the sign. And he just, like, cannot. He's, like, 
soldiers, God, uh, uh, this life is grass. Like he's just saying yeah. like words. And then, and this makes me laugh. It's not ultimately funny, but it always makes me laugh when I watch this clip. She goes, so if someone's not gay, yeah. but they are basically an abomination and they're a sinner, what does that make them? Yeah. And he's like six and he goes, a dyke? <laughs> and it really makes me laugh because it's just so great. He has no idea what's happening. Yeah. And I'm like, how sad for this child to be so confused. Like yeah. what his life must be. He's like, every day we wake up and we go and scream these words that I don't even know what they mean. Yeah. So devastating. And it's like a full-time job. They're getting up at 5 a.m. and picketing until late that day. Yeah. All the time. It's just so... What a confusing way to grow up. And I think, like, whenever I feel upset about my learning disability, where Uh I'm like, oh, where could I have been if I, like, had been medicated? Or what could I have done if I could have uh, read a book? Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. I always do try to remember that, like, every single person, though, has something that, like, held them back in that way. And especially when it comes to education, I'm like, there's such a huge, massive population of people around the world that are not even allowed access to any normal education. And more than that, are like, I just didn't know anything. Some people are taught information that just isn't true yeah. for their entire life. And so that sometimes I'm like, yo, it all sucks. It's hard. It does. It's uh, being indoctrinated into a cult is devastating, much like a learning disability when you're not given accommodations. Yeah. But so we're going to talk about, no, but you're, everything you said does make sense. And I like, as someone who's like religiously traumatized, you're like, I also, you're explaining it to our audience. I'm like, yeah. You know, I'm not yeah. telling you. I know you know no, much I mean, more than I do about religion. The but. only thing I have to like say is like, yeah, dude, it's crazy what they'll teach a six-year-old. But um, but I think sometimes it's important because it's like, I think it's so easy. Like I was having a long kind of uh, chat with my girlfriend about this the other day where I was just like, we can't just say everyone who's conservative is stupid like i think it's so easy to say i don't think everyone who is conservative is like intellectually stupid that's what i mean i think they're wrong (laughs) i think they are i think some of them are mean i think some of them are bullies i think some of them are selfish and most of the time i think money hungry i think it's like that stuff is so much more easily like I think that stuff is so much more accurate than just everyone's stupid. They're all stupid. And I think with this, it's like, and maybe it doesn't really matter because it's just like, I don't need to give them the proper label. But I think it's just not accurate. And I think sometimes like this, it's like, yeah, if you're told this from a young age, how are you going? I mean, it takes a magnificent person to break out of that. Yeah. And even you see like Megan Phelps Roper broke out of it. She was 27 when she did. Mm Mm-hmm. But now she's doing these TED Talks and speeches. She's clearly very smart, clearly very kind, clearly, you know, very apologetic and, like, very empathetic. Yeah. That all existed before. She was just so brainwashed. And so I think sometimes it's important because I think you see with all the weird conspiracies happening now, it's, like, it's dangerous. Brainwashing is really dangerous. And not just to, like, idiots. Like, two people. Like, it's dangerous. You have to, like, be careful, you know? No, exactly. Even if you're too ironic, like you're eventually going to believe the ironic thing you tell yourself. Yeah. Like, so if you love like ironic humor, 
that's how the alt right pipeline starts. I'm not saying everyone who loves because uh, I love irony, but like you just have to be <laughs> aware like of how you can brainwash yourself or be brainwashed by others. Totally. So I'm going to talk about what they believe because um, it does seem kind of confusing. They believe in a theology of uh, predestination, which includes believing all disasters and catastrophes come from the hand of God. Members follow the organization's literal interpretation of the Bible, which informs their attitude towards homosexuality and towards Judaism. The church claims that its uh, theology was based on a strict interpretation of Calvinist principles, and they believe in limited atonement, unconditional election, and the double predestination of both the saved and the damned, which can weigh heavily on members as well as those who leave the church. So limited atonement is the only, the quote, elect are atoned for um, for with Jesus Christ's sacrifice. Um, election in Christianity involves God choosing a particular person or group of people to a particular task, um, especially eternal life. And unconditional election, God does not foresee an action or condition on our part that includes him to save us. Rather, election rests on God's sovereign decision to save, save whoever he is pleased to save. Double predestination is God predest- uh, predestined some people to be saved and others to be damned. So this is actually where this does not make sense. So their their fear when they protest, uh, people are going to hell, like gay people are going to hell. They themselves believe that there are people who are predestined to go to heaven and predestined to go to hell, and God has designated them in that way. So why even protest? Yeah, you know. So like. If some people cannot be saved, why are you even protesting the people who you have deemed that cannot be saved? Would you not just do the grab a bullhorn and go on a pier somewhere? Like, because if you're, I mean, if you want to save yourself on travel costs, don't protest a funeral for someone who died of HIV or AIDS because in your literal interpretation of the Calvinist principles, this person and likely their friends, if their friends support gay people, are never, we're never going to go to heaven in the first place. So you're just adding insult to injury. And more than that, it like doesn't make sense, you know? So go find the people that are predestined to go to heaven instead of focusing on the people who are predestined in your mind to go to hell, you know? Yeah. Which I don't understand. It's insane. And I also, and Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like when I was in like a church group when I was in middle school, they also taught that and it never made sense to me Mm -hmm. where I was like, then what are we doing? Like, what is all of the point of all of this? Yeah. So that is a part of like, not just this, but like a a wider Christian viewpoint. Yes. Right. Yeah. That is insane. It's kind of like when I found out that um, priests are Mm -hmm. at hospitals. So right before you die, you can be like, save me. And Uh then I was like, Okay, great. I'll just do that then. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's a chance I don't die in a hospital, of course. Mm-hmm. But like, that feels like what is the point? You were like, if you worked your whole life, you dedicated your life to serving God and Christianity. Yeah. And then you die in a hospital and have a priest save you before you die. It's like, what was? Couldn't you've just skipped all of that? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I don't have the motivation <laughs> for that. I oh man, that is wild. It's um. It's a very like uh, one dimensional or two dimensional way of thinking where like as soon as like a very like we always say low emotional intelligence where you physically like cannot examine your uh, insides 
from another perspective. You know, empathy is very hard for you. So actually, a lot of this does make sense for people who are unable to <laughs> examine two things at once, you know? Yeah. But I mean, so it doesn't make sense to anyone else. Uh, but Westboro Baptist Church, primitive Baptist practice believe practices include their style of worship, approach to church discipline, uh, and, and seeing themselves as from a separatist, anti-establishment lineage. Primitive Baptists are a subset of the Calvinistic Baptist tradition. The ad, uh, adjective primitive in the name is used in the sense of original. So, um, you know, they were founded in 1955, but um, in 2005 they started, like, well, they started protesting against gay people since 1989, and in 2005 they picketed funerals of U.S. soldiers killed in Iraq and Afghanistan, carrying such signs as, thank God for dead soldiers, God hates the U.S., a 2006 act of Congress called the Respect for America's Fallen Heroes Act was created primarily due to Westboro Baptist Church. It placed restrictions on protests at some cemeteries. So what the hell is the point of protesting the soldiers killed? Are you asking? Yeah. Um, Were they gay soldiers? No, that's my point. It's not just like gay people. Yeah, I mean, but it doesn't. But their thought that every now, I mean, they have signs that say, like, thank God for 9-11. They have insane signs. Their signs are nuts. But it's like, <laughs> if you, it, it doesn't make, I mean, logically, that doesn't make sense. Their thought that, like, every bad thing that kills a lot of people is because God sent his wrath. Uh-huh. Like, statistically, that doesn't even make any sense. How would they, how, well, I guess God's all-knowing, but how would he know that? I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Then why did this not happen? Why is Earth not constantly just like on fire? If everyone besides the Westboro Baptist Church is a sinner, why are there no, you know, and I guess their fear is that over time it will just become a burning hellhole uh-huh. of natural disasters. But it doesn't really make sense. But I do agree that you shouldn't kill people and that no one should be able to kill people and there should be no guns. So I agree with that. <laughs> um, what about their social they, media? Yeah, let me find it. Sorry. So they have a very active presence on social media. I think this is kind of why they've become um, as intense, yeah. uh, intensely known as they are, because I do think it's important to say that they're not alone in their beliefs. I mean, this is like not... Yeah. I think it's really people love to be like, they're they're weird. No one else is like them. But yeah. it's like there are a lot of groups around the country yeah. almost identical to them, but they're very present and, and with it when it comes to social media. Uh, the Westboro Baptist Church is currently active on Gab and Truth Social, where they announce upcoming pickets. They seem to have a Twitter, but it's not currently active and only has 34 tweets. The account posted religious memes when it was active. In 2015, the Twitter account of Westboro Baptist Church um, and Shirley Phelps Roper were both suspended by Twitter. Shirley Phelps Roper is like the mom yeah. of 11 kids who's the grand or who's the daughter of the mm-hmm. main guy. Um the accounts may have been suspended because the Westboro Baptist Church had picketed Twitter's headquarters in 2014. Other Westboro Baptist Church accounts like WBC Signs and WBC Says Repent have since been suspended from Twitter as well. I thought this was interesting. Canada and the United Kingdom have barred church members from entering their countries. I mean, if it's <laughs> based out of Kansas, it's probably they don't really have any international chapters well, I mean, probably at the time, but that is crazy. So we're going to talk about the former church members 
Uh, several Phelps family members have left the church and become activists against it. Since 2004, over 20 members of the WBC and mostly family members have left the organization and the Phelps family. Uh, several former members have accused them of brainwashing and abusive behavior. And then uh, several Phelps family members, including Nathan Phelps and Megan Phelps Roper, have left the church and become activists against it. And Megan stated, ex-members are seen as the worst of the worst, even worse than gay people or Jewish people or any, uh, anybody else that the church considers sinners. So this is actually just standard cult protocol. You know, like you're... Um, you're not supposed to like leave. It's the yeah. word, it's, that's just another method of control. The person who leaves is like shit talked. And I mean, mm -hmm. think about like an ab abusive like family household. If like someone leaves, everyone you know is like, oh, let's talk shit about that person. Yeah. But realistically, like, and so that prevents the other people stuck like from leaving. So yeah, it makes this is just a straight up a cult. And so fear-based, too. Like, yeah. I listened to Megan. She did, like, a speech a while ago that was, mm -hmm. like, at a college or a conference or something. And she was talking about the moment that she really questioned everything. Yeah. And, like, had that thought of, like, wait, is this not real? Like, is mm -hmm. everything my parents have made me believe not real? Everything that I've based my entire life around not real? And she was like, it was such a terrible moment because I realized there were really only two options and both were bad, which yeah. is one that nothing I've dedicated my life to means anything. And in fact, it's all very like negative. Like yeah. I've caused so much harm for no reason. And I've just been lied to and brainwashed. Mm -hmm. And she was like, or, and possibly even worse is that they're right. And I have just questioned it in my head. And so at this point, it doesn't even matter what I do because God already is sending me to hell. Like the, th the fact that I'm questioning this. Yeah. And she was is like good enough to go to hell. I might as well be having gay sex right now because I'm questioning this <laughs> theology. And it's like that is that is not similar. I think that is a huge difference between this church um, mm -hmm. and like, you know, good old regular Christianity, because yeah. it's like I, I think questioning is a huge part of like mm -hmm. religion. I think that maybe I'm you would know better than I, but I feel like sometimes in church parents are like we encourage you to question so we can all talk about it and answer questions but i think here it's like well if you question it that's there's just no thinking don't do yeah. any thinking because thinking leads to sinning because thinking is sinning basically which is yeah. really scary and very culty yeah there's like uh different denominations and then like different intensities of those denominations where like southern baptist is different from just baptist where it's a bit more intense, um, a bit less questioning. Also, you have to see, like, if, uh, yeah, it's just, like, questioning is advised in, like, most denominations. But when it gets, when it, it crosses over into, like, cult, um, that's when you don't really question. And I think when you start to care less about, which I don't know, I don't think they follow under this umbrella, but I think, like, you said Southern Baptist. Is, yeah. Yeah. Like my, my dad was Southern Baptist. And I think it's like there was so much less talk about God and so much more talk about the church, quote unquote. Uh -huh. And like, oh, if someone has an affair. Yeah. Obviously, God knows that's happened. If yeah. God is real, he would know that happened. But they pretend to stay together because the church can't find out they had an affair. The church mm -hmm. can't find out they're getting a divorce. Oh, the, the pastor's daughter is pregnant. Obviously, God knows that, but that's fine. But the church cannot find out you're pregnant. Like, we have yeah. to put that baby up for adoption before the church even knows that. You, and it's all about the church. And I'm like, when it becomes about the people in this church, that's just a cult. Yeah. So it, there's like, I mean, it really is on an individual 
like church basis, whether the leaders of the church want fear-based control, um, which comes, uh, which is very attractive to a lot of um, people who have like dark the personality traits, um, or if the the leaders of the church genuinely want people to follow Christ and His teachings and be more, right? You know, like good. So it really it depends on and what sucks uh, <laughs> throughout history is that. If it like it's telling people what to do or what not to do, you, and I mean most people who run for like political positions have are most likely a horrible person because yeah. I mean no no normal person thinks that they can dictate how other people's live yeah. like other people live. So to like think that you should or represent like mm-hmm. that usually <laughs> politicians are, and that's the same goes through pe- to people leading churches and cults. Yes, me and my girlfriend were just talking about this the other day. Yeah. We were like, can you be, no matter what you believe, uh-huh. can you be high up in politics and like be a good person? I think if you're and type I- A, then yes. <laughs> No, like I think yeah. I think someone who is type A and is loves organization could absolutely be in politics, but then uh, there's a a, mar- a large majority are not they're just want to they just want to have power. But to be high up. Yeah. Cuz to me I'm like there's so many things you can do. Like local government. Yeah. To me that's great. Like lo- people who are in local government, it yeah. feels like you're like I care about my community. I I want to help fix it or to a certain degree. Yeah. So many volunteering things you could do politically so Mm -hmm. so if you want to be involved in politics that's great but someone who gets to the level of like running for president yeah can you get there and be a person who's like ethical and not just someone who needs a lot of power and attention and wants to be at the top like you have to have a part of you that really has this grind to be like i want to be number one i want to yeah. be president it's like what is that yeah I <laughs> chill th- out <laughs> i think um there are a lot of different types of people in the world no not everyone is inherently good or bad because that does reflect yeah. christian you know christian beliefs but like i think um i think a lot of people are drawn to the power of it and also speaking to like ethics there's a difference between morality and ethics and so you mm-hmm. can be morally just and pursue uh, like and do unethical stuff yeah um like you because i mean a lot of or like eth- it because a lot of things are give and take in politics where like if you want to achieve something oh, you've yeah. got to take a step back 100%. i mean there's there's obviously like the supreme court so fucking stupid yeah that how is are we really a democracy if those people are chosen and they don't no. even represent the people but like i mean with the house and you know everything is like split usually 50 50 so there are some some things some things that are like give and take you gotta pick your battles sometimes yeah so like yeah i think uh too but no politician is like is like perfect you know no well but i agree with you yeah i i totally agree and i think uh, you shouldn't like think of them as your friends um and and, like obviously trust with discretion but like i think that some politicians yeah can be good in positions of power uh, (laughs) they're like 90 percent good yeah 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 i think like the main importance is to not think of them as like like i feel like sometimes 
Like, I love AOC. But yeah. Sometimes people will be like, she's our icon. I'm yeah. like, don't call a politician an icon. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they work for you. She's a public servant. She's like yeah. literally working for you. Like, yeah. you need to, not in a way of like, she needs to do what I say. <laughs> but yeah. like, she is there to like help you. Like, I think it just gets very dangerous. I mean, we see it with Trump right now, but yeah. like, people, there's not even, he's not even like running for, pre- he, I mean, there's been Trump rallies in my hometown every Saturday yeah. since 2016. I uh-huh. mean, when Trump is not even running for president, when Trump's like, nothing's even happening politically, like it's twenty middle of 2021. <laughs> like, it's just like insane. Yeah, It's like, yeah, because you idolized, you made this man a celebrity mm-hmm. rather than like, this is a political like government thing. This is not like a, a concert. I don't know. But yes. I think it's more, because I think people do that every with any type of people. Anyways, mm-hmm. but yeah, the they're people who want to be in power. Yeah. Like I, I, a church I went to in North Carolina, I was four, so this did not affect me, but he said that if you didn't vote for George Bush, you were going to hell. Yeah. And it's like, that's a call. He should have uh, gotten his tax exemption removed. Yeah. <laughs> this is just every, um, Every person listening, if you see a church that has something politically motivated on the signage or inside the church, you can get their tax exemption removed if you record it and report it. So That's a good tip. They will have to pay taxes if there's any sort of political campaigning. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm so going on a search day. I'm going to get my, my car and go to all the churches in Los Angeles. That's for my friends in the deep south. See anything with Trump on it outside the church. But, okay, so who is Mark Phelps? So Mark Phelps, uh, he's a strange son of the Westboro Baptist Church founder, Fred Phelps. He left the organization in 1973. Okay, an OG. Mm-hmm. And Mark began formally healing and therapy in 1988 and worked towards healing and restoration overcoming the horrible pain and fear from the 19 years of living with his father. Um, in 1994, Mark was rebaptized in a local church. He stated, if I had to take my family to court and convict them of being followers of Christ, I'm not sure where I would find the evidence. Now, Mm-mm. that's a burn if I've ever heard it. Yeah. Um, there's also Zach Phelps Roper. Uh, he is the grandson of, grandson of Fred Phelps and the fourth sibling of the Phelps-Roper family to leave the Westboro Baptist Church. And after attempting to leave the organization five times previously, he finally left in 2014. He now preaches about a life of empathy and unconditional love. Danielle Phelps, uh, granddaughter of Fred Phelps, left the church in 2014. She is openly gay. I went to her TikTok and watched a couple videos mm-hmm. and joined the U.S. Marine Corps after leaving the church. She often posts about her church experience and her post-Westboro Baptist Church life on TikTok and one of her videos went viral. And the video, she encounters her family mm-hmm. at a picket. And she's like, I haven't seen them in like a decade. And this is the first time I'm seeing them. Yeah. Devastating. Um, there's also Nathan Phelps. Sorry, you can, if you want to read about oh, Nathan. Oh, no, that just makes me like sad. Yeah, it's really sad. And they never speak to them. You're di- I mean, they never speak to them again. They don't, you know, you leave. And, and there's like a clip in one of the documentaries. The mom, uh, Shirley, is like really, have you seen clips of her? Yeah. She's very stone cold. She's intense. She's very yeah. intense. Um, but there's like one clip of her crying. And because he like asks her about one of her kids that left. And she immediately is kind of like, I don't want to talk about that. And yeah. gets very kind of like upset. And yeah. I think it is just, it's like, it's sad for everyone, you know? And mm-hmm. I think honestly, Fred, is that his name? The original guy who started it. He, he's like a narcissist, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, the 
generations it can take for people to get out of one narcissist yeah. is so intense. Where you see this woman who is terrible. I'm not saying this woman is a victim in any yeah. capacity. But, like, there's no denying that her dad is nuts. Yeah. And then now she has 11 kids who she's trying to do what's right. Yeah. And she is terribly wrong. And yeah. I think part of me thinks she knows that. Like, part of, like some parts of this I watch, I think half of them know that's wrong. Yeah. But the thought of, like, saying that and, like, giving up. It's kind of like when I will write a pilot and I'll mm-hmm. write, like, 15 pages and then I realize I, like, want to do something, like, a different idea or I want to change something. And I'm like, is it easier to just, like, finish this and be like, whatever, this kind of sucks. It's not exactly what I wanted, but I didn't have to, like, start over. I yeah. think it's, like, the same feeling, but obviously a million times worse. Yeah. Where you're just, like, I think a lot of them are just, like, it's so much easier to just pretend I still believe this because yeah. I can't do, I cannot deal with what comes after real life. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I um, Where I do feel a lot of sympathy with my mom is, like, um, she's, like, frozen in time. Like, you know, people are, like, if you could go back in time and tell your, like, little self something, I would go back in time and tell my mom something. I distinctly yeah. remember when she told me one time that it was, like, her dad stopped loving her when she turned 13 because like she became like a teenager and went through like puberty and like every point everything that she did beyond that was to make him proud and it just like he did not respond and so while she did make my life like hell I do understand like where what she's she's stuck in time like and that's why um like a lot of her reasoning is so simple like it's black or white like it's like this is either good or bad because you would find that logic in like a child a 13 year old yeah. yeah and so like i do feel like as much as this lady is a piece of shit like you if you're i can it's it sucks cuz i know what point she's frozen at yeah you know yeah and that's like that's awful like but then again it's it explains something. It doesn't excuse it. But it's, Exa- that's yeah. exactly what it is. It's not an excuse. It's just an explanation. I think yeah. that it's like not uh, wrong to make an explanation for yeah. it. It's like, of course, there's reasons that these people are doing this. Yeah. This is a wild thing to do. They don't work and they just yell at gay people yeah. all day yeah. for their entire lives. Can I tell you like something that's not quite related to this, but like does relate to like the narcissist thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I was trying to think about like good moments that I had with my mom, and something that's really crazy to see happen is my mom is like a military lady. Yeah. She um has had short hair. She's growing it out now, but like I, she was talking like one day like growing up. The reason why she's never had long hair, well, she did, and this one hairdresser when she was a kid told her that she looked ugly with long hair. Yeah, and so from that point out, she never grew out of her <sighs> hair again. And um, her mom really didn't do makeup, so she never learned how to, like, do, like, beauty care, like, beauty routines. And so when I really got into makeup, like, the good moments I have with my mom is, like, when she would need her makeup done. Yeah. And it was kind of crazy, like, I would give her, like, a facial, and I would, like, do her hair and do her makeup. And for, like, a brief second, she would, like, ask me questions and be, like, genuinely interested with what I was saying so, like, I always look forward to, like, my mom needing something with beauty. Yeah. But then it was always crazy because right after I'd finish her makeup, it's like you would see her shut off. Yeah. And, like, that part of her just, like, got tucked away. Yeah. And so I kind of, like, think about, you know how you said in the beginning, like, 
she's like a mom and they're like is a lot of love and then just like it must be i mean i i've can understand like what the shut off looks like yeah and so but for it to be that extreme yeah to go from like a loving mom to like then just outside with like a god hates gays sign yes that must be so absolutely jarring right i yeah. mean yes exactly where it's like what is this I, I'm like, and I'm only going by what Megan said. Yeah. So I'm not like, they had a perfect childhood. I don't know what it was like in their house. I'm sure there were traumatizing things happening. I'm not mm-hmm. like, they had a perfect childhood and the mom was a perfect mom besides the fact that she had yeah. gay people. Like, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But this is just what she was like. Yeah, it was a loving home, my mom. But the fact that, it, I mean, even like the thought of me calling my mom and being like, oh, I'm not like, I'm trying to think of something my mom would care about. I'd be like, I'm not going to watch this season of Queer Eye. Yeah. That to me is like the same level. She, <laughs> she'd be like, the thought of her, everything we've been through, how much she loves me, how sweet she is, and then her just being like, okay, bye. Yeah. And then, like, never talking to me again. Yeah. And you, it's impossible to assume that that woman just doesn't care about her kids anymore because that is, like, unnatural. That's, yeah. like, truly unnatural. Well, actually, it- Unless she's a full narcissist, but there's no way everyone in this church is a clinical narcissist. Well, I mean, like, it, narcissists uh, can be made. So if you have. Raised by narcissists. Yeah. Right, like, yeah. so if you are raised by one, it's like you're either that or, like, going to be some form of heavily codependent. And so I imagine that would be incredibly damaging. Like, where. I mean, it's damaging to, like, be treated like crap growing up, but then it's. I can't even imagine receiving consistent love and then just being cut off from it for something that you cannot change right and so like that's what these people like went through to like be so loved like because I can understand not being loved but I can't understand I don't even know like if your mom one day were to text you I don't love you anymore yeah like and I mean like you, so what would that feel like? That would feel horrendous. Yeah, I mean, it would feel well. I think more than anything, it would just be so. I mean, it'd be obviously devastating yeah. emotionally, but I think more than anything, it just changes your perspective on everything. I think then, if like my partner Jordan, who I knows, who know I know loves me, yeah, was like, I love you unconditionally, I'd be like, what does that mean? I don't know what that yeah. means anymore because I like supposedly you could just text me tomorrow and say, no, I don't. And yeah. it's like you've taken what that means and just kind of like thrown it. Yeah. In the trash, basically. So I think more than anything, it's just like having that experience will forever affect the way you view, like your trust yeah. in people and your, you know, all of that. So I think it's like really, yeah, mm-hmm. truly terrible. Um, so I think, yeah, it's a, it's a really, it's very, very sad. There very are sad. some uh, notable protests that we'd like, sorry, we just got deep for a second. Well, I mean, everything has been deep, but there's some um, notable protests. They are very dark, so I apologize. Um, you know, we got Matthew Shepard, the church first attracted attention throughout the U.S. in October of 1998 when it picketed the funeral of Matthew Shepard, a gay college student from Wyoming, whose murder was widely condemned as a hate crime. So it's a lot of, um, protesting gay people's funerals, which just is, I mean, in itself horrible, but also it doesn't make sense why you would protest on people who your God has already deemed like not going to heaven. Yes, and also mm-hmm. the Matthew Shepard specifically, um he it's like a hate crime. Yeah. Like that to me someone wouldn't you killed go, right someone killed him. So why wouldn't you go protest 
the people who did that. Yeah. You know, because then what's it? So I think in that way, they're much more uh, maybe picky and choosy than even maybe we realize. Because I think it's easy to be like, well, they just hate everybody. But it's like, well, clearly they made a choice in that moment yeah. to protest one of those people. Yeah. A person who did nothing wrong. I mean, obviously, we clearly don't approve of hate crimes on this yeah. podcast, um, but clearly did nothing wrong. And two people murdered him. Yeah, or like two or three. I don't remember how many people it was. Yeah, but. if you're willing to protest, like and say like nine eleven was well deserved, or like so, yeah, you'd be protesting the murderer, right? Yeah, because they're the person who can still be affected by the protest. Yeah, because they're still living. Yeah. So like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make. I, I guess to them, maybe they'd say, "Well, we're protesting people celebrating uh-huh. this person." So maybe if there was a celebration of the people who did the hate crime, they would also do that. But I have a hard time believing that because uh-huh. then why aren't they protesting uh, every single like uh, celebration of anyone? They're not going to birthday parties and like protesting people who are being celebrated. So, yeah. it so I think that's interesting and kind of not. Uh, yeah, pretty terrible. Um they protest. I mean, yeah, they like think 9-11 was great. They also pro- protested the 2008 Szechuan earthquake. Um, on May 14th, 2008, two days after the uh, earthquake, uh, which claimed the lives of at least 70,000 people. That makes me want to throw up. So they, um, yeah, I mean, they did a protest. The Westboro Baptist Church in, the Westboro Baptist Church issued a press release thanking God for the heavy loss of life in China. I mean, it's just terrible. It's, Cindy yeah. Hook, Boston Marathon. I mean, they went to all these things Pulse and celebrated. Nightclub. This is just crazy. And so imagine you're five. Uh-huh. And your life is doing this. Like, this is your life is going to these things. And the lack of understanding. I mean, you're watching your parents. Like, of course, I still love my parents. But, like, the way I looked at them when I was five was, uh-huh. like, they were. I mean, why everyone they has lo- this. Yeah, it's, why like, would- they're the smartest on earth. They're the smartest yeah. people. They know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think in some ways my mom knows everything. But my uh, dad love him more than anything he certainly was not famously someone who knew everything (laughs) um and i was like oh these are the two smartest people on earth they would never do anything wrong Mm -hmm. so the confusion of like being at a protest of events that are this upsetting yeah having people you know people are already of course high emotions like they're grieving their loved ones and their family probably going up sobbing yelling at these people and to watch your mom like argue with people who are crying about these topics and this is how you're like trying to take in what life is yeah. and like how things work and function mm-hmm. is so like really disturbing. Yeah. But I think, and I think it is just like important to say because I think a lot of people in the US and everywhere yeah, deal with this on probably a smaller scale, but like something like this yeah. who are really in the religious, in the Bible belt, in all, in, in yeah. all of that. I think it's, I mean, a lot of people are, what pisses me off is that a lot of people not raised in like abusive homes or like traumatizing homes are always like, how come you didn't know any better? And like, or how come you didn't just, and it's like, you truly don't understand. I actually would say if you're willing to make assertions like that, you probably don't even understand mental illness. Um, But like, if you think about like Stockholm syndrome, those aren't even, uh, that doesn't even have to be a family member. That could just be someone who has been kidnapped, who's a full grown adult. And, you know, people have left the doors wide open. And it's actually like 
it would be like show how stupid on your part you would be if you're like well why didn't they just like run or like whenever there's like a woman who's uh, um in an abusive situation and there's people who get more mad at the woman for like why didn't you leave and it's like if we can recognize like the the power of like that these people hold over you and like fear you know or like financial control it's crazy like how it's crazy how people can really just fuck you up. Yes. Yeah. And what I think is like, I mean, now you see Megan Phelps Roper talking and she's clearly so smart and so intelligent. Yeah. And there's a clip in the documentary that always makes me really sad because it's a clip of her crying because she's talking about, I don't know exactly. Yeah. There's also a funny line in it because she's talking about this guy who she met who... She does not say this by any means, but you can tell she had a crush on. Like, she was, like... And I think to her, she's so much older in this. Like, she's probably, like, 25 to be having, like, her first love. But the way she talks about it, you can tell it's kind of, like, a first love for her. Like, I don't even know if that guy thought they were dating, but she clearly was, like, I have a lot of feelings for this person. And basically had to stop talking to him because Mm -hmm. uh, he... uh, was not going to be in the Westboro Baptist Church. I'm yeah. like, they stopped talking. And she was like, cry. She's like crying about it. And uh, the interviewer is like, why? Like, why did you have to like, and she starts crying. And he's like, well, why are you crying? And she's yeah. like, because it's really sad. Like, it's so sad that his parents raised him that way. Mm-hmm. And, and and she's just saying all these things besides like, because I'm in love with him and I'm crying because yeah. I'm sad. And then the aunt or whoever is sitting next to her is like, well, they had to stop talking because he would murder her. And she was like, yeah, I mean, he would murder me. Yeah. And the guy's, of course, like, this is crazy. Well, the part that makes me laugh is he goes, you said this guy's a documentary filmmaker? Yeah. <laughs> because he's just like, this is such a normal, like, student, like, film yeah. student, like, not whatever. But they taught them that, like, if you're willing to be gay. Yeah. And once again, they say this, like, to them, the definition of gay is anyone who. Takes it up the ass. Takes it up the ass or supports taking up the ass. Yeah. So, like. My mom, not gay, by their terms, is gay because she supports me and I'm gay. Or like Uh she watches Queer Eye and they're gay, (laughs) clearly. And she was like, if you're willing to do that, Mm -hmm. I guess kind of on the lines of a sin is a sin is a sin. Yeah. There's no stopping you from murdering. Yeah. So now they've taught their kids that anyone in the outside world who is not in their church will could murder you uh-huh. if you're left alone with them. And I think it's almost an insane, like the most manipulative thing because I think my instinct when first learning about them was like, oh, it's like at least good they let their kids go to public school. Yeah. Like, at least they let their kids out into the world. Uh-huh. Like a lot of religious people do not. Yeah. They just are like, stay in, in this bubble and you'll never, I mean, a lot of more kids who are Mormon are homeschooled and then yeah. go to BYU. Or yeah. like, and so they never see outside of it. But it almost feels like it's kind of like when you're sorry, this is kind of long, but when you're like a kid and your mom won't let you have any sweets. Yeah. And so then when you go to college, you like binge eat a lot. Yeah. Versus like uh, maybe you struggle with eating habits versus someone whose parents kind of let them eat whatever and yeah. give them a more balanced, quote unquote, life. Mm-hmm. They probably have better eating habits and maybe never did that binge. It kind of feels like letting them go to public school is this kind of like, we're going to let you go uh-huh. and see these people. But the whole time we're feeding you information that these people not only are like going to rot in hell and are stupid mm-hmm. and just don't know how anything works, but also they are, uh, go- they could murder you. Yeah. And because of that, and one of the girls talks about this in a documentary, because of that, they're incredibly left out in school yeah. and ostracized because nobody wants to hang out with 
that person. Like in first yeah. grade, if a kid was walking around being like, you're all damned to hell. I'd yeah. be like, you're weird. Okay, bye. Yeah. And so now they're out in the real world and they're experiencing people be mean to them. Yeah. And they're experiencing people like not play with them as things that matter to like a six-year-old. Like you don't want to play with me because yeah. of my of what I believe and you don't want to do this because of me. And so then they're like, oh, they're mean. They're murderers and they're mean and they're going to rot in hell. And that's almost more powerful. It's like almost more manipulative where it's like, You've been out there. Yeah. So there's nothing you need to go. You don't need to be curious and go out and see it. You see it every day. You go to school. You go to college. But you think for yourself that it's scary. I would say it's less manipulative. I would say um, it's scary because most like dictators or cults, you have to isolate someone. Actually, just a narcissistic abuse. You get someone away from their family, their friends. You make them alone. So like. Um, not saying Mormonism, but like you're, if there's a control is the ultimate factor in your religion, you're going to isolate them as much as possible. What's scary about this for me is that letting them go to public school and do things shows that it's not for the main purpose of control. They genuinely believe like exactly, like there is, it kind of reminds me of like neurodivergency versus neurotypicals where like a lot of like neurotypical people like there is subtext to what they're saying like they um but like these people very literal interpretation of the bible so they're taking they're doing it literally because that's what they believe you know they truly believe that gay people are going to hell yeah like it's not like some like you know you know i don't really support the gays or but like right. i love the way they dress but like it's like so they're not trying to isolate the kids which means like it's a genuine instilled not like there's no subtext to it yeah it's like uh just something that's been passed along yeah yeah well but i think there is an interesting and maybe not more or less manipulative yeah. but just like usually parents who like homeschool sorry i'm spinning because i'm yeah. gonna itch my ankle um <laughs> usually parents who homeschool their kids their kids tend to be like oh i want to go out and see things yeah i've never seen these things before so the parents are the ones isolating them yeah whereas the way it seems like these children were made to feel is that their parents aren't isolating them. All the bad people in the world, the world is isolating them uh -huh. because they're given these opportunities to go to school and those people are pushing them out mm -hmm. because of the way their parents have taught them to communicate and talk to people and what they're allowed to and not allowed to do. And so it almost makes them be like, yes, the world is bad. And it instills them more like, oh, this isn't just what my parents told me. I really believe this. I'm yeah. seeing it with my own eyes almost. Like I'm seeing how bad yeah. people in this world can be. And obviously this is just from a perspective of like a six-year-old, you mm -hmm. know, of like, yeah. oh, my mom said these people were bad and now they don't want to hang out with me. Yeah. So they are bad. Like yeah. they are bad people. Um, yeah, it's really, really scary. Yeah. It's scary. But I always thought it was interesting. They all go to school. They all go to college. Mm-hmm. Women and men both, like they all go to school. Yeah. And they still, how deep rooted it has to be for you to go to a, you go to a public college and you yeah. take like a, any class, you take any class yeah. and you leave those classes still mm -hmm. believing what you believe. Yeah. How deep that has to go. Very, very disturbing. It is. But I think we have a guest in the studio who has protested a Westboro Baptist protest. Yes. If you could believe it, my mom wanted to come for this episode. My mom's here. She wants to talk about it. Yeah. Just to end it on a little lighter note, because she's very pro LGBT. So if you're gay, my mom is very excited <laughs> to talk to you. She's just jazzed. But... She hates the Westboro Baptist. She went to high school with one of the, the women 
who's in the Westboro Baptist Church. Oh, so interesting. she is very fired up. And yeah. she heard reading this episode. She said, please let me do it. Well, I'm excited to hear her talk and uh, we will be right back. All right. Hi there, and welcome back to the BCC Club. Yay! I am joined by Darla, Kendall's mother. Hello! Thank you again for having me, Sarah. Thank you so much for being on the show. I love that I get to be in all the gay episodes. Oh, we love it too. I know I'm not gay, but I'm an ally. I know. It's crazy that we can't find another gay in Hollywood. No, because you know what? I'm the number one ally. Yeah. I am the number one ally. Mm -hmm. It'd be hard to find the number one gay, but very easy to find the number one ally because they're Kendall's mom and they're right here. Exactly. Um, so you, I just wanted to ask, you've protested against the Westboro Baptist Church. What, yes. what did you say to them? You know what? Oh, I'm going to get riled up just thinking about this. These losers, Sarah, mm-hmm. that's what they are. Yes. They're losers. I saw them. I was at Trader Joe's. Uh-huh. They were across the street protesting something. I walked over there and I said, absolutely not. Yeah. You get out of here. I'm trying to get my soup dumplings mm-hmm. from Trader Joe's. You're over here doing this garbage. And I said, grow up. Grow up. You spend, I mean, they're practically the only people keeping staples in business. Every time I've been there, nobody's there. But that they buy so much poster board mm-hmm. just to spread hate. And maybe if they spend more time, not, if they spend the same amount of time, I don't know, uh, knitting hats mm-hmm. for uh, the homeless as they did uh making signs in their backyard, Yeah, then every homeless person would have a yacht. That's true, and it's already so hard to navigate the Trader Joe's parking lot. The Westboro Baptist Church just camping out. Exactly. It's just so rude. And mm-hmm. they don't, they parked terribly. Yeah. I saw all their vans just diagonal. Oh, my god. Because gosh. they probably don't have time to take a driving class, probably driving illegally, because they are so busy being assholes, Sarah. <laughs> they have their own DMV. Yeah. <laughs> They're here. I'm, I'm not going to, you know what? I'm not even going to come for their looks because mm-hmm. though I don't think their outfits are very flattering. Mm-hmm. Just from a mom perspective. Yeah. I'm not even, because they have so much more you could just hate on because they're such losers. Mm-hmm. They are just, you know what? I could tell. I know I'm not gay, but I have gay dar. Mm-hmm. I, I, not gay, but I, I, a gay person came out of my vagina, Sarah. Yeah. That probably honestly makes me almost gay. Mm-hmm. A gay per- I made a gay person. Yeah. And so I have gay dart, and I can tell you probably 70% of those people were gay mm-hmm. at the Whisper Baptist Church. No, yeah, I can attest. I've had a gay person come in my vagina. So what is your least favorite thing about the Westboro Baptist Church? <laughs> probably that they, there's so many things, Sarah. Yeah. But I would say that they have ruined a couple Lady Gaga songs for me. Oh, gosh. To be honest. That's the worst thing? Uh, or the least favorite thing. It's probably my least favorite. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the worst, but it's up there because so my daughter Kendall. Yeah. She hosts this podcast with you. Yeah. You know her. Yes. I know. <laughs> you guys are so cute. She told me a couple years ago when she's in high school. She said Lady Gaga's a gay icon. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up on and I added her to my Spotify playlist. Yes. So I started hearing the songs and I loved a couple of them. I loved um, Poker Face. Mm-hmm. And I loved Barn the Sweet. Yeah. And there was a couple others that are less known that I really liked. And the Whisper Baptist Church ruined them. So now whenever I hear those songs, all that's going in my head is a bunch of slurs. 
Oh my God. Towards gay people. That is so. Which is not who I am. But it's like, I can't, you know, when you get a song in your head. Yeah. And so now I got those songs in my head when my favorite Lady Gaga songs comes on. It's just so terrible. It just really makes me sick to my, it makes me sick to my stomach, Sarah. The slurification of Gaga. It, it is. That it makes is really you, what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's just so terrible. So I wanted to ask, have you ever been to a protest? Yes, I've been to the Women's March. Well, mm-hmm. that wasn't really a protest, I guess. Uh, well, no, sorry. That was a protest. Yes. Let me start that over. Yes, I've been to the Women's March yes. every single year. Mm-hmm. I love the Women's March. I always make a really fun sign. I made a sign that had a picture of a gun. Yeah. And then it had a picture of my uterus. Okay. That I had taken on a x-ray and it said oh wow you you uh like which one has killed more people uh-huh that was my sign which Makes one has think, again but which one is more which one is more, more regulated regulated oh, oh okay my uterus <laughs> but it wasn't as it didn't work out as much as i wanted to because people were like what is that second picture i was like that's an x-ray of my uterus you idiot i also wouldn't have connected the points like um that you're tr- the regu- you're making a commentary on the regulation. Right. I would just think <laughs> sitting on faces right. versus gun deaths. Right. Well, so you know what? I haven't had as much sign experience as Westboro Baptist Church, so I'm still learning. But yes. that was my first sign I had at the Women's March, and okay. some people did like it, and some people get got it. I that is, I understand. So why is it so important to spread love and not hate? Are you kidding me, Sarah? Uh, no. I think you know the answer to that mm. because love is really all we have. Yeah. That's all we can really do. Well, there's I mean, no point. I, there's a lot of hate in the world. But there's no point for it. There's no need to have hate in this world, yeah. especially for your children. Yes. That is just really where I draw the line as a mother because why would you have hate for your children? They are going to be who they want to be. Mm-hmm. So all you can do is accept them. And when you hate someone, even if there's something you want to share with them, if you if you lead with hate, they're not going to listen. They won't. So I don't think we should be listening to anything that the Westboro Baptist Church says, but if they did want me to listen, they're not on a good track because they're pissing me off. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to listen to someone who's being mean. So I, I just think spreading love is all we can do on our time here on earth. Yes. Spreading hate will only ever cause harm. And mm-hmm. why would you want to cause harm? If you want to cause harm in the world, maybe you need to look inward because maybe you really are, are have something going on with inside of you. Mm-hmm. That's what I always tell my girls is that if someone's being mean to you, they're just jealous or they have something going on at home. I always tell them that. Or they're deeply bigoted and raised in the cult. That's exactly right. But if you started a church, what would it look like? It would be, oh my gosh, it would probably be JVN. Yeah. And Neil Patrick Harris. Oh gosh. And uh, Karamo from Queer Eye, because I have a big fat crush on Karamo. Yeah. I have a big fat crush on Karamo. Have you seen Karamo? Yes, I have. He is a cutie patootie. I'm just like, ah, he's so cute. Yeah. So probably just those three guys, and we would just kiss or something. <laughs> that would be your cult? Your cult? Just kiss, yeah. Kiss what? or hold hands if they'd have it. Who would be the god in the situation? I would be. Oh, really? Yes. So they worship you? There's no worshiping. You There's just no worshiping. greatly appreciate We it? just appreciate each other and we're fans. I think I just want to hang out with them. Yeah. Maybe not a church. Maybe it's just my friend group. Yeah. Because my friend group right now, I adore, but they're just normal women. <laughs> and I don't want that anymore. I want famous friends. Yes. Yeah, I want famous friends. friends. Famous hot guy friends. Um, so do you have any words for the homophobes watching this? Screw you. Mm-hmm. Screw you, homophobes. Screw you, homophobes. You're losers. Mm-hmm. You are losers. And I wish I could stick my 
my women's merch sign up your ass. Yeah. It'll and, probably fit. Yeah, and Chick-fil-A can suck a fat... Sorry. <laughs> suck a fat one. Yeah. Chick-fil-A can suck a fat one. And so can the Whisper Baptist Church. Homophobes... Homophobes are... I'm trying to think of a fun way to say it. Uh-huh. Homophobes are holes. <laughs> but in a bad way. So that's actually not a hole, because holes are not bad, Sarah. Why would you make me say that? No, I, I didn't make you say that, but thank you so much, Darla, for being on. Of course. I just love being a part of the gay community mm-hmm. as an ally, and I just am so proud of you and my daughter for having such a wonderful gay podcast mm-hmm. for gay listeners and mm-hmm. non-gay listeners to understand that gay people have things to say. True. And they have opinions about things. You are And so they deserve right. to say them. Well, thank you for speaking on the gays. We really appreciate you. are our biggest ally. Can I say one last thing? Yes. I have been practicing this. My mama told me when I was young, we are all born superstars. Yep. I hold my head, put my lipstick on. I'm beautiful in my way because God makes no mistakes. I'm on the right track. Baby Sarah was born this way. Thank you for that. What did you think? <laughs> Happy Pride in July. Pride in July. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Well, that was a breath of fresh air. Your mom is just so nice. She's very energetic. Yeah. She's so excited. To, she's very excited to be here. Um, thank you all so much for watching this episode of the B or listening to this episode of the BCC Club. Oh, yeah, hearts. Yeah. Um, make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Uh, if you listen to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure to rate and review. Only good reviews, please. Five stars. Five stars. Whenever someone gives a four-star review on something, I'm always like, you're thinking way too much about this. Like, what is with this? Like, you'll see it all the time on Amazon. People will be like, four stars. It's an incredible product. I loved it a lot. Came a day late for delivery. I'm yeah. just like, this is too much information. Like, this is such a specific scenario. Well, actually, I only trust four and two stars. Really? Interesting. Because that's someone who refuses to h- take a hard stance. Because <laughs> three is like, I don't trust. I mean, maybe. But like, five or one. Like, you're too excited, you know, or you're too disappointed. you got to manage your expectations. Well, whenever you read a one-star review, I Uh never trust a one-star review. Whenever you read a one-star review, it is always the most insane complaints. They're like, um, I ordered a desk, and when I got here, it was not put together. And Mm -hmm. then I tried to write on it, and I couldn't even think of anything to write. And then I got fired from my job. And it's, like, true, and I'm not even exaggerating. These are how these, or when you go to a a restaurant and it's one-star reviews, they're always, like, sometimes they're bad. But most of the time, it's, like, well, our waiter hardly spoke loudly at all. I couldn't really hear it. And yes, I have a hearing problem, but they yeah. should have thought about that and asked. And also, I didn't tell them I had an allergy, but they uh, gave me something with peanuts in it. You know, it's just yeah. always so nuts. Yeah. Or I'd... they'll be like, sorry, this is, we're ending this, but they'll be like, it was a 30 minute wait, one yeah. star. I'm like, do you know if restaurants work? What's happening? I always trust a two star review. Four star is someone who's a whiner. Uh, five star is someone who's a liar. Three stars is someone who can't make a solid decision. And one star, is it half no so two star is someone who can see the good in something in anything. bad whereas yeah. four star i think why i don't like four stars is because it feels like someone who cannot see the good in anything yeah where they're like i loved this product i racked my brain for something yeah. i didn't like about it and i'm going to be sharing but it with don't, you now don't give us two stars give us five stars yeah please <laughs> but so yeah. only two star or five stars if you don't like anything just do two <laughs> no no five only guys i'm not even gonna manifest that energy but i gotta pee thank right. you guys so much for listening bye bye
Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC.